Welcome to A Little Off the Top, the podcast where a couple of barbers shoot the shit on my birthday. Oh, fuck, dude. It's your birthday. I'm so I'm a fucking terrible friend. Well, I mean, it's my birthday the day this comes out. Okay, well. Fucking... I'm just trying to pretend like it's Thursday. Yeah, my bad, dude. Happy happy birthday, man. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. Like. I don't need a happy birthday. I like, mean, you don't did feel just bad open if you the like, podcast with "It's my birthday," so I think you care a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm always just looking for a different way to start the podcast. Right, right, right. That just happens to be the easiest one. Uh, I'm Justin, uh, birthday boy over there. That's Jason, and I'm 47. Damn, dude, you're ancient. I feel like uh, maybe it's just me, but being 47 in 2022 is different than being 47 in like 1960. How so? I mean, I think like back then, like dudes were like on diets of like cigarettes and whiskey and they looked like they were old as fuck. Right, right. But I don't feel like I definitely, well, I also don't feel like I give off like a 47 year old vibe. No, not at all. I'm definitely like a 14 year old vibe kind of thing. That's about right. Yeah. 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 Except, except that I'm really set in my ways when it comes to certain things. Like what? But I feel like I was always like that. When, uh, uh, you know, what is, like, be, go ahead. Being on time. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a big one for me. Um, what is technically over the hill? Is that, uh, well, I, it, you know, I feel like it's a, uh, a fluid thing but it used to be at 50 but i guess it still would be at 50 because technically you're on the back nine after okay. 50 you know okay. statistically right 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 um so at what point because now you're ancient at what point do you like exclusively watch ancient aliens oh i already had my ancient aliens phase did you okay i told you my ritual of how i get to sleep mm-hmm. uh yeah oh that's every right. night yeah yeah, yeah. When I first started it, it was Ancient Aliens. Okay. I think season three, episode five is this one that I played every night. Is that one of the ones with the guy with the crazy hair? Oh, he was in all of them. Is he like the host of that Giorgio, show? I don't know if I've ever actually watched that Giorgio show. Giorgio Tsoukalos is his name. That's not a real name, is it? Yeah, he's like an Italian, but like from Switzerland. Huh. That's interesting. There's no, there's no host, but there's a narrator. Okay. Oh no, I mean Greek. I'm sorry, Greek. Greek is Greek. Hmm. Giorgio Tsoukalos. Like um, with like a TS or something. Are you guys doing anything fun for your birthday? Uh going to Tokyo Steakhouse? Where's Tokyo Steakhouse? I've never heard of that. It's in Natomas. It's like a Benihana situation, Teppanyaki. Oh. They yeah, they have bacon fried rice. They they will. You don't like fish, but do you like shrimp? I eat shrimp, yeah. I feel like it doesn't bring anything to the table chicken doesn't. So given the choice, I'd take chicken, For but sure. shrimp is fine. That makes sense. Um I've seen videos of like people at places like that and like they're like squirting liquid like into their mouth from across the table. Do you know what, what I that haven't, is? I I think it's water. That's dumb. <laughs> Because I think that's how they make the flames because they have a bunch of oil oh, on yeah, the yeah, yeah. griddle and then they squirt water on it. That makes sense. But I think we just glazed over bacon fried rice. Uh, we can go back to it. Yeah. It's the best kind of fried rice you've ever had. I, I'm partial to shrimp fried rice. I love shrimp though. Yeah, but if you've never had bacon fried rice, it just adds a whole different dimension to it. I feel like I've had fried rice with bacon in it, I think. Typically, I go to Tokyo Steakhouse by myself when my family's out of town because they don't particularly like it, and I love it. So I usually wait till they go out of town, but I'm forcing them to go for my birthday this year. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's your birthday. And I've you learned to go wherever you want. When you go there, like you're sitting around the, the teppanyaki, like hibachi griddle thing. And you're not the only one there. Like they seat a bunch of people there that you're not with, you know? And I, I, I learned after going a couple of times by myself that no one is there to talk to me. Why would you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't know. They're there on dates and shit. I don't know. Cause I'm always by myself and I'm chatty. 
I would be like, hey, how you guys doing? Blah, 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 blah. And then I realized, like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> Ruining so usually when I go now, I'm by myself. I'll just watch YouTube videos or I'm waiting. But they're I learned put, the hard way. Like, but they're putting on a show for you. Like the chef's putting on a show, right? Yeah, but there's a lot of pre-show stuff where you're sitting there waiting, you're ordering. You know, you could still get but pregnant even during from the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even even during the show, like no one wants me to be like, "Did you see that?" Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think no, they they, don't. <laughs> they go for their reasons, and you go for yours, and you should you shouldn't stifle your excitement just because there's a couple there that might not want to talk to you. I don't You're say I stifle it. I too. just I just internalize it. Yeah. I'm excited. Hell yeah. I'm excited for you. How's your week been? Uh it's been good, man. Um I've actually I feel like I've got a lot to talk about. Hell, uh, hell yeah. Let's I, go. I mean you what were you just got? talking about food. Let's let's keep going on the food train. Um Kira and I went and tried the uh there's a Korean corn dog spot over on Watt called Two Hands, um, and I don't I, think I think ever... that's a type of massage. Also, <laughs> I, th- I think most mas- massages should be two hands, right? Look, my oh, yeah. one hand. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I've never had a Korean corn dog before, but they're uh, they're intense. There's a lot going on, a lot of sweetness, which I thought I was going to be turned off from, but it was actually really fucking good. Oh, I say, what makes a Korean corn dog Korean? I don't know. <laughs> I should have, I should have looked into it. But let me let me just kind of tell you what we got. Um, so we kind of just want you know to what try... my number one. Go ahead. You know what my number one question is, right? If you can go there. Yes, I'll get there. Um, okay. So we we kind of wanted to try a few different things. So they had uh, what they call the two hand signature set which comes with three corn dogs, um, comes with a classic, uh, classic dog, uh, oh shit, what's it called? Uh, yeah, the classic dog, which is a combination of sweet and savory taste, the classic Korean style corn dog. So it's basically just like a corn dog that's like rolled around in like maybe some sugar and then ketchup and mustard. We got the mustard on the side. And then, uh, the two hands dog, which, uh, it's sprinkled with a two hand signature seasoning with a sweet ranch sauce. That was pretty interesting. It looks like they just came all over it. And then, um, <laughs> Oh, they, they squirted it on. It yeah, wasn't they, like they a drizzle all the sauce on top of the dogs. Um, and then we got the spicy dog, which is a combination of Nashville style, spicy seasoning and two hands, spicy sauce, which the seasoning I think is just crushed up flaming hot Cheetos. Um, that sounds then, about yeah, right. Got like a like a spicy mayo sauce on top, which it wasn't super spicy, but um, I kind of I kind of wanted it to be a little bit more spicy. We also got the um, what they call dirty fries, which are deep fried potato tater puffs or tater tots for people who are normal, um, with two hands dirty sauce and Cheetos powder. Um, so it was basically like the spicy dog, but on top of tater tots. Um, a lot of it was pretty sweet, but it wasn't overly sweet. Like I was actually okay with it. Um, I do, I do tend to like a sweet corn dog, like a honey, a honey battered. That's kind corn of dog. that's kind of the level of sweetness that there was. Um, okay, but then with any of the dogs, so you, you get to pick your corn dog, choose the style, and then um, you get to choose your filling. So they've got a hundred percent. Oops, I just dropped. Some junior mints. Uh, you could do a hundred percent beef sausage, or you could do a half sausage, half mozzarella cheese, or you could do a whole mozzarella cheese, or you could do a whole mozzarella. Or I'm sorry, half mozzarella and half cheddar. Um, they oh. also have a spicy beef sausage, which I think I'm going to try next time because that spicy dog really wasn't that spicy. Um, and then they've also so I can go you can if you if you're cool with just having cheese. Um, but they, they yeah. did also advertise that their uh, coming soon is a vegan dog. So if you're okay with. Uh, no, I'm uh, good. Well, I no, figured, thanks. you know, it would be a simulacrum of a hot dog in there uh, without it being beef. Um, but we also drove by an Umai Savory Hot Dogs. There's one on Arden that's open already, man. Yeah. 
we can't go, man. We got we gotta we gotta hold off until we could walk and talk. I was there. just so excited. I might go before that other one opens. No, you can't. Uh, I don't know if I can stop myself. <laughs> oh my god. Um well you can't tell me you went. I didn't. I didn't go. And I won't tell you if I do go. Um But after that delicious lunch, we went to the movies. We went and saw a movie. Uh we actually actually before that. We had a little bit more time to kill. We stopped off at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings to grab a couple beers. And I saw a sign there. They've got a new wing flavor, and it's Flamin' Hot Cheeto Wings. No, wait, no. It was Flamin' oh, Hot sh- Dorito Wings. Flamin' oh. Hot something wings. Um, Flamin' Hot like Dorito dust? I think so, yeah. <clears throat> Didn't try them because we already ate. But um, Oh, I thought you were going to say, so I had to order no, some. no. <laughs> Uh, I figured that might be a, you know, you and I go to Buffalo Wild Wings for an episode. Um, there's one by the house. There's one by me. There's one out there? Yeah, there's one in Atomas, kind of by Best Buy, where I charge the Tesla. No shit. I didn't realize. No, I thought Arden was going to be the closest one to you. Um, no. Yeah, well, you got to get out there, man. Check it out. And and I have to try the uh, the Mountain Dew exclusive. Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't even look for that. It's like Mountain Dew Black, right? Well, I, I don't know. You're the one who told me about it. Oh, did I? I don't remember anything about it. I am starting to be like you, man. I'm forgetting a lot of things. And I'm rubbing off, <laughs> and not in a good way. Uh, not in a gross way, either. Um, but yeah, we went into... Uh, after that, we went and saw The Batman. And I was uh, so fucking excited to go see that movie, and I was not let down. I fucking loved it, dude. It was super dark. Uh, Batman... My theory was correct about uh, fucking what's his face, uh, Pattinson, Robert Pattinson. Uh, before I'd seen it, I was like, I have a feeling he's going to be a really good Batman, but an awful Bruce Wayne, and that's that's kind of how I left the movie feeling. Um, because he, regardless of whether or not he's Batman, he's like sad and fucking depressed all the time. He's and, like emo, right? Yeah, and that's not how I see Bruce Wayne. I feel like Bruce Wayne is like a million dollar uh millionaire like playboy philanthropist, you know, he's like super charming and outgoing, right? And then um he gets darker when he becomes Batman, right? But he was just fucking a downer the whole time. Uh but that aside, the rest of the movie fantastic. He he is a great Batman. Um Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Next week I'm going to Nashville and I planned to download that to my iPad mm-hmm. and watch it on the plane. Right. One, is there any titties in, in the movie? Mm, no, I don't think so. Good. There's a couple good. club scenes, but I don't good. think any titties. Do you think it's a good plane watching movie? Yeah. Yeah. I don't see why not. Um, I'm, How big are the screens? Because I'm talking. Or wait. Are you, no, no. I'm watching it on my iPad. How big is your iPad? Yeah, know. I'm taking the one from the shop. Yeah. I, oh, that one. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I'll watch it on my fine. phone. I don't care about screen size. Oh, that's how do you? Not, just that's so small though. Yeah. It's an action movie. I wear glasses. I could see. Uh, yeah. No, I think it's. I think it's a good plane watch. And yeah, I don't think you have to worry about any pervy. Scenes. I hate when I'm like watching a movie on a plane and then. All of a sudden, there's titties, and I'm like, "Oh shit! I gotta hide the iPad." <laughs> like, I'm not a perv. I didn't know this was gonna be here right. on this movie. Well, I feel like people would look at that and say, "Also, I'm he's taking not a peek. watching porn. He's watching Batman." <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I, th- I think that's that's fine. Um, but no, I, I think you're safe. I don't think there's any boobies. So uh, yeah, download it, watch it, and then maybe we can talk about it or something. Hell yeah! I don't want to. I don't want to give too much away, but. Uh, he might be my second favorite Batman behind Michael Keaton. Yeah. Uh, okay. Least favorite Bruce Wayne, though. <clears throat> Overall, I gave it a four and a half out of five. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Also, I'm downloading. I, I started watching the Halo TV series. I have a couple episodes that I need to download. I'll save for the. The trip. Did you ever play Halo? Atlanta. Did, did what? Did you ever play Halo? Were you a Halo player? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 
especially Halo 2. Multiplayer online a lot, like on the original Xbox. Uh-huh. Yeah, I used to play that a lot. Yeah, I never got into it. That was the first like online multiplayer I ever played. There's a new one that just came out. Um, Halo Infinite? I think that's what it's called. Uh, I just downloaded it on my Xbox because it's, it's kind of like... Uh, it's free to play. It's kinda, yeah, it's like free to download and play. Uh, if you want to play the campaign, you have to pay, which, fuck, I'm not into the campaign care. at all. Uh, I'm honestly nope. not even really into the online play, but uh, I did not download it to my Xbox. I might fuck around with it, but that's over at Kira's, so that's a, that's a weekend game. Okay. <coughs> the weekend. Excuse me. Ever tell you my theory about bongos? No. <laughs> and uh, apologies, any bongo players out there. Uh, but I've thought about it. Jimmy Bongo is an avid listener. Yeah. I feel like anyone that has like rhythm, right? You gotta you gotta have rhythm for this at least. From never playing the bongos to two weeks of practice, I think you could be a professional touring bongo player in a band for live concerts. Two weeks? Ah, uh, yeah, two weeks for sure. Hmm. Uh the bongos, you know, just the, the two the two the two guys. I'm not talking about like, like what's her name, Sheena Easton or Sheila Lee, whatever, with like the whole setup and the symbol. No, right. I'm talking about the, because you're not, and you're like filling. You're not, you're not in charge of the beat. You're not keeping time. You know, as long as you're not going against time, anything you do is going to be fine. Uh, yeah. Put it to the test, man. I don't know who I would go on tour with or who I'd play live with. Uh, jump on Reddit. I'm sure you could find someone. Yeah. Listeners, if you I know just, any bands uh, that are in need of a bongo player, let let Jason know at Skills the Barber on all pla- on all platforms. I'm gonna need to borrow some bongos. <laughs> I, I don't have any. There's a there's a website uh, that you can rent musical equipment. I can't remember what what it's called, but. Uh, it's kind of like a library, but for instruments. Oh, wow. I'll have to look that up, and I'll, I'll let you know. That's rad. <clears throat> One time I went to an Apple party in San Francisco, thrown by Apple computers, mm-hmm. and they had uh, this whole room with nothing but percussion instruments, and I was in there, you know, just banging away like everybody else and then people would come in and come out and at some point like i don't know how like i was in charge of keeping the main beat dude i felt so much pressure <laughs> i thought you were gonna say so much power no pressure and power it was fun like i, I was having a blast it was you know a bunch of nerds what were you doing at that party banging at their an bongos and and various percussion instruments I think I still have the invitation to the party. What? It was on a coaster. Why were you why were you invited to an Apple party? I was working at Macworld, the Macworld conference for Earthlink. Okay. Oh, yeah. That, that makes sense. So someone stopped by our booth and gave us uh, If I find the invitation, I'll, I I think I know where it is. I'll take a picture of it and send was it. Was it at Steve Jobs' it house? No, it was at like a nightclub in San Francisco. That's pretty cool. But it was the same day that I told you that I met Steve Jobs. Uh, Speaking of Apple, I found a form of baseball that I think I would actually enjoy watching. Apple baseball? No, it's called Banana Ball. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think it it happens like once a year. It's uh, like a couple minor league teams. I think it's just two teams, but they do like a like best of seven game series, but the rules are different. Like it's a little bit more fast paced. Um, they have like a two hour time limit and then it's not whoever scores it like the, the most amount of runs. It's whoever wins the most amount of innings. Um, so it's like first to win five innings wins the game uh, or whoever won the more innings within that two hour time frame. Um, but there's a bunch of different rules that like just keep the game going quickly like the pitcher doesn't have to wait between pitches as soon as he gets that ball back he can just throw it again uh there are no walks so like if if 
in an instance where a batter would normally walk to first, they just have to run, but then the um, outfielders have to cycle the ball before they can tag that person out. So essentially, like if, if oh. the pitcher walks somebody, the catcher just has to pick up the ball, just fucking throw it to outfield, and they just have to throw it to every outfielder before they can try and tag that person out. So a lot of times, they'll just like oh, they'll make it to second cool. or third base uh, if they're walked. So it's uh it's a lot more action packed and it's a lot faster paced and yeah I I hate baseball because of how slow it is. So I was actually I was ju- it just happened like last month and I was watching uh a game on YouTube uh over the weekend. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. Banana ball. I thought for sure you were going to say they wear banana hammocks. Nope. Uh they do get to wear kind of whatever they want. Like one guy uh went up to bat and ran the bases in a guy fox mask. Um, but the, the two teams, there's the, the party animals and then there's the Savannah bananas. <laughs> oh yeah. Is this like a league? It's like, it's like a minor, they're minor league teams, but, uh, I think they're, I think they're the only two teams in the league, but, uh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't oh. fully researched it yet, but it was a lot of fun. Sacramento has a minor league team. Have you been to any of those games? The River Cats? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I enjoy going to a live baseball game. I just can't watch it on TV. I thought like a river cat was like some sort of species of something. I think it's pretty much just like a hobo cat. Oh, really? I I think. I don't think it's like a species of like animal. It's a cat that lives in a van down by the river. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking the doobies, drinking the Miller High Life. Oh, yeah. I am wore the fuck out, man. Yeah, me too. We're doing like a, a house refresh. I wouldn't say it's like a remodel. Um, some of it's a little more extensive than others, but the only thing that uh, someone else has done other than me is they came in, you know, and did the floors. Right, right. And you uh, sanded the, the hardwoods and everything else, man. Like So every day off I have, it's just spent uh, pretty much seven, eight hours just doing manual labor. You got to just take one day off, man. Like, I know yeah. you guys want to get that done. When but it's all, it's just take one. It's winding down. It's yeah. winding down. That's good. Actually, my uh, my desk came in today. Um, so next time we record the podcast, I will be at my permanent house oh, wow. setup right on. and not in the garage hell yeah that's gonna be exciting yeah i got an uh i got an ikea desk that's uh i've got a couple actually three ikea tables <laughs> as my desk ikea's legit man and i'm excited about finally getting like my uh my computer out of the living room because i felt like i had nowhere really to go because mm-hmm. like my wife you know my has wife. her office my wife, Houston, has his room, and I had the living room. And every time I would go on the computer, Houston would be in the living room watching TV, right. eating dinner right, or something. Right. Even though my desk is in the same room as my wife's office, typically the times that I use it, she's not working. So it's almost like my room at that point. Yeah, there you go. And you can jack off in peace. I mean, yeah. I mean look at porn in yep. peace. I mean, uh, fucking I mean, watch YouTube in peace. Watch you, I mean, record the podcast. <laughs> uh, I got a Marvel update. Oh, shit. Oh, you know, I had a Marvel question. Okay, go ahead. How, I'm sure I've asked you this question before, but go I ahead. I can't even remember the last time I had a Marvel update. It's been so long. But Other than no update. Yeah. Uh, well, I watched the Black Panther, what, probably like a month ago? <coughs> sure. Maybe. But um, yeah, I watched Doctor Strange uh, last night. Meh. Oh yeah, what'd you think? Meh. It's weird seeing Cumberbatch uh, with an American accent. Yeah, that was weird. Um, and then the ancient one I was like a white lady. Just really hated his character so much, man. Um, he's an arrogant piece of shit. Uh, Agreed. I, yeah, I did. I did not like him. Um, really, I mean, the visuals were cool. Like when they were like folding the city in weird ways. Like that was kind of cool. Like it mm-hmm. was like kind of like looked it was the only good part of inception was the visuals that's kind of how i felt about this movie um i never i never really read doctor strange mm-hmm. 
But I always thought his like looked was kind of cool. He looked like a creepy magician, I guess. Yeah, he, yeah. And I, I mean, thought they well, did a good job I, I with all they, magicians. They always do a good creepy, job with the costume. He is especially creepy looking. But yeah, I mean, of, overall story, I didn't give a fuck about it. Um, visuals were kind of cool. Uh, two out of five. Okay. Up. <laughs> oh. What are you doing, Houston? You get some out of the fridge? Well, now you got to say hi on the podcast. Hi on the podcast. <laughs> He's funny. <laughs> yeah. Houston. Houston. Did you just flip him off? I flipped him off. For sure. Uh, has he told you any more uh, dragging my balls over your face jokes from from the schoolyard? He has uh, no, no, he has not. The uh, some kid uh, grabbed a stick and was holding it where his dick is and was running around. Classic. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It is very funny. And he was like, "Look how long it is! Look how long it is!" Nine inches. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was pretty funny. That is funny. Fuck, man. Those kids are so funny. Have you seen Oh yeah, they are. Uh I they were t- <laughs> He was at golf today and I was just sitting chilling. They were doing like a putting drill and the coach is like, All right, grab two balls and two tees. And then there was definitely some snicker, uh, you know, some like, <laughs> and I he- heard Houston say, should I grab a banana too to his friends? Grab a banana? Yeah. You have two balls and then the banana is the wiener. Oh, 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 I thought that was pretty funny. It is pretty funny. Banana ball. And yeah. Savannah banana. Have you seen uh, Thor Ragnarok? Uh I don't remember if I've seen that one or not, but that's the next one on the on the list. I for sure think you're going to like that one because it's the least Marvel Marvel movie. Uh I still feel like Black Widow is the least Marvel 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 movie. Um yeah, but that's like not Marvel in a way that it's just like a spy thriller for the most right, part. Right. This I mean Taika Waititi directed mm-hmm. it, so it's like his sense of humor. He's in Thor Ragnarok too, right? Is it, doesn't he play like a big rock guy? He voices, yeah, yeah, yeah. Craig, Kring. I've definitely seen that character. And in it's funny because he movie. has like I can't remember if it was that movie or not though. He has like the sweetest little voice, but he's like this giant rock guy. I just saw the trailer for Thor: Love and Thunder today. It just came out. For what? Thor Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder is the subtitle? Yeah, That's it's gross. the it's Taika Waititi again. It's his follow-up to Ragnarok. Okay. Uh well, I'm gonna have to watch it. <laughs> it's it's it looks good. I mean, I, I just I love that guy. There's a trailer uh we just saw a trailer for the new Doctor Strange uh when we went to see the Batman. Uh, it's kind of weird. There was a Marvel trailer in front of a DC movie. I guess they don't really give a fuck about that, do they? Um, I don't. I don't think it's like it used to be, where certain trailers would be attached to certain right, movies. Because right. you could just watch trailers on the internet now. True. Like, do you remember when the episode one trailer came out? People were buying tickets to the movie that it was playing in front just of, to watch the just to watch the trailer. <laughs> leaving afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy. Now that's not even a thing. Yeah, no. The internet kills all. So I sort of had a segue. I'm I'm trying to figure out how we're going to do this, man. (laughs) But I I, I don't know. I was going to say I heard a funny joke today, but then out of context, it's it's not. It it, it might get me canceled. We're going to tell the aristocrats. No. No. It's from what we're about to talk about. Is it about Catherine Zeta Jones? No. Uh, <laughs> he's like, how, how do you know? Hey, Justin, I heard a funny joke today. Okay, lay it on me. <laughs> how do you know you're at a gay picnic? Uh, how? I don't remember this joke. All the hot dogs taste like shit. <laughs> that is very funny. 
<laughs> you learned that from uh, your uh, your kids' classmates. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I saw it on the Gilbert Gottfried uh, documentary. Oh, rest in peace to a true legend, man. He just died. They uh, were. Just died last uh, week. He was. I think he was roasting um, George Takei. Oh, okay. Because it cut to George Takei, and he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it was, his expression was classic. Uh, yeah, man, I just re- I just watched that too. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried just passed away. Rest in peace. Um, he was seven, uh, sixty-seven years old, and he died of muscular dystrophy or a form of it. Um, so to honor him, I, I watched a documentary that came out a handful of years ago, um, about him and his life. It sounds like you watched it too. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Except I, except I didn't really watch it. You just watched like cliff notes. (laughs) No, I tried to watch it. I tried to watch it like twice. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, I have a kid. And this was made before he died mm-hmm. a couple years ago, right? right? I think twenty seventeen. Yeah, I think. And like, I was watching. They were showing like his kids, and his daughter was like getting this like photograph of the family. Mm-hmm. This is my family, right. and and like it fucking it tore me apart just knowing that these kids don't have a dad yeah. now. That was that was pretty heavy. And like, and I thought about like. Houston and and like I couldn't get past that. Yeah, like I tried a couple times. So that's as far as you got. Like, was just be, yeah, for sure. It wasn't that far in. Being a parent has really affected what I can and can't watch anymore. Right. And I never know going in if I can or can't. Yeah, yeah. It's really it's really weird, man. Um, but what's well, a bummer? I could do like I it. did in high school and just pretend like it <laughs> for sure like i, I watched I it give us your book report i can agree with you <laughs> yeah uh so yeah i mean this was made before he passed away and uh one of the first scenes it's him on um the howard stern show and howard stern was you know saying like is it true like what i'm hearing like are you're you're getting married <laughs> and he was like super guarded about it and like didn't want to talk about it and then um, I listened to I I was listening to that live really? when it happened. Yeah, were you a big Howard Stern? I'm fan? a huge. Oh yeah, I I listen. Now he's only on three days a week, but I listen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No I've I've listened to him every day he's been on. Uh, since the first time I well I used to watch him on the E Channel before he was available to listen to in Sacramento. Mm-hmm, right. And this was like the 90s. And then uh, 97, when I lived in San Diego, he was on there. So I listened to him while I lived there. And then when I moved back to SAC, I believe he was on then. So I listened to him on regular radio pretty much every day until he went to Sirius. And I bought Sirius just to listen to him. And I've listened to him ever since. Damn, I didn't, like, I didn't know you were a fan of uh, Howard Stern like that. Big time, man. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried was on his show like a lot, right? He was a pretty frequent guest. I, I think he said like 177 times. That's a lot. That's a well. I mean, if he's in the grand scope of everything, it's not really that much. But uh, still, that's a, that's a lot of appearances. One thing that was interesting to me in the beginning montage was showing him on talk shows. Mm-hmm. Was like how many failed talk show hosts there there are? Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple people I didn't even know who they were. Yeah. I, I was having a hard time recognizing a couple of them, but I mean, for the most part, they were all pretty well known. He had Regis Philbin, he had Arsenio Hall, uh, what, Jay Leno was one of them, maybe? Jay Leno. And then, uh, was it, was it like Jane Pauly was interviewing him, I think? that I, That's not a name I know. There was another dude. There was a couple other dudes that I was like, I don't even know who these. Oh, oh, that guy that used to be on MTV News, and he also hosted like the movie show on MTV. Oh, Chris, um, Chris something or other. Yeah, it's not gonna come to me. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, not Kurt Loder, but the other guy. I can't fucking remember his name. 
and he was interviewing him. I forgot that guy had a talk yeah. show. No, I mean he uh, Gilbert Gottfried got around, man. He he worked a lot uh, doing interviews as well as stand up, and this this movie did a really good job of showing like life on the road for a comic because it would show him doing the same act in different clubs and it's just like he's doing the same exact thing over and over and over and it's you know something new and fresh for that audience but like it you know to him he's just doing the same thing over and over and it can get kind of old and like you kind of see him get frustrated with that a little bit um but at the same time he's still doing some of the same acts you know 20 30 years later uh just because they're you know classic acts of his um but yeah, I've, people expect that. Like they want to hear some of the old jokes. Right, yeah. Uh, shut up and play the hits, right? Like just, you know, we don't want to hear new yeah. shit. Just, you know, get her done kind of a thing. Um but no, I th- I think the documentary did a really good job showing that, but then also just showing like the side of him that you don't see. Um you know, everybody sees him when he's he's on and he's performing. Uh but when he wasn't like when he was just himself, when he wasn't acting or, you know, uh, on stage putting on the voice, he was uh, not even necessarily the voice, but it was just like, he, he was really like a shy, like quiet person. Um, if he wasn't on stage, you know, like he didn't like talking about his personal life. He wanted to keep that very separate and he did a really good job of keeping his personal life and his work life separate. But, uh, yeah, he was just very quiet and reserved. Like there's, some like family like uh home videos when they're like all sitting at the dinner table and like they've got the camera on him and they're like just talking about how uh he doesn't want to be on the camera if he's not getting paid for it kind of a thing and he's just not he's not <laughs> saying a word like he's just like kind of like nodding along like yeah whatever like kind of stop filming me kind of a thing like he was he was very uncomfortable um so it's it's really weird to see those two different sides because when he is on stage telling jokes or uh in movies he's so loud and like some people say oh yeah obnoxious. my mom my mom can't stand him she uh i was telling her that i watched this and she she's like i hate his voice so much and i was like well i'm sorry for how much i watched aladdin when i was a kid because <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's huge in aladdin uh he's you know a huge very big personality um but yeah, just seeing that that other side of him was was very cool. Um, Howard, uh, after he died, did a little tribute to him, and he was just like talking about how he was like one of the only guests that when he came in, like before he left, like the green room, he would like take all the water bottles, mm-hmm. put them in a bag. Yeah, they talk about take that all the, the snacks. Yeah, did they? Yeah, and he would just like take all the shit and take it home. Yeah, it showed him like when he was checking into hotels when he, he was, was on the road and like frugal at the front counter. He would go up and get like a tooth, like they have complimentary toothbrush and like shampoos and soaps. And then he's like getting ready to walk away, and he's like, "Oh, do you have any uh, underarm?" Like asking for deodorant, and they gave him like a little travel size deodorant. And then there's a, a scene where he's out on the road, and uh, his wife pulls out these storage bins from underneath the uh, their bed and it's full of hotel shampoos and soaps and like she's like there's stuff from like pan america on in in this box you know like he's been saving all this shit forever (laughs) and he's just you know he He doesn't use he was a very frugal guy you know like he uh he tried to save wherever he could um he didn't like spending money so i mean hey if you fucking get rich and you want to stay rich you know take a page out of his book um he also did interesting impressions like Bella Lugosi mm. and like people that you've never even heard of that died like, you know, 50 years right. ago. Well, yeah, I mean, he would do those on the Stern show all the time. I got to I got to listen to the, the Stern show. Does he release it as a podcast or anything? Or does he have uh, a podcast? I think you could go back and listen to no, I mean you would need Sirius XM yeah. subscription. That's a bummer. I think you could go back and listen to episodes. Okay. Well, maybe I'll do it. I've never actually listened to him, so um He's very different than he used to be. Yeah, he used to be pretty pretty out there, right? <coughs> yeah. He'd push the envelope he's, as much as he could. Yeah, he's yeah, not as much anymore. 
He's really honed in the interview. He's really, really good at interviewing. He's really good at making people feel comfortable, like it's just them, and they open up and really talk about things they might not have ever talked about before in an interview. After guests do his show, typically, especially like A-listers, you'll see headlines that quote like stuff he said in the interview or they said in the in, in the interview with him. That's a that's a hell of a skill um, to be able to get people to be that relaxed and let down their guard. I mean, that's that's where Gilbert opened up about him getting married and he, you know, wouldn't talk about his personal life to anyone ever, ever anywhere. And yeah, he he opened up about that on the Stern show. There was a roast of Howard Stern years ago. And there's only one joke I remember from the whole roast, and it was Gilbert Godfrey's joke. It might not make as much sense if you don't know the context, but uh, like Howard Stern is half Jewish. His mom's Jewish and his dad's not. Um, but, I mean, I guess his dad looks like mm. he could be Jewish. So Gilbert was like, like, you say you're half Jewish. Like, which one? isn't Jewish, like of your parents kind of a thing. I'm not doing it justice, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. The, and that's the one joke from that roast I remember. The part that matters, right? Um, if you want to consider yourself. Yeah, but it, it was just, it was, yeah. it was just so funny. In, in the documentary, it the shows one of his it. jokes and it's, it's kind of weird that they included it in the documentary because he, he passed away of, a form of muscular dystrophy, but in the joke or in the documentary, uh, shows one of his jokes, and he's talking about when Michael Douglas said that he got uh, throat cancer from performing oral sex on his wife, <laughs> and he, he goes on yeah. to say, "I think that cancer is a small price to pay to lick Catherine Zeta Jones's pussy," <laughs> and then he goes on to like say like all these other diseases, and one of them is. You could give me uh, the most rare form of muscular dystrophy to lick Catherine Zeta Jones's pussy, and that's what he ended up passing away of. And to my knowledge, he never actually got to lick Catherine Zeta Jones's pussy. So um, that is, that is oh, kind of a bummer. A shame. <laughs> he called his shot, and then, or maybe he did, yeah, and that's maybe. why he's dead. Maybe, uh, maybe one. Yeah, the world will never know. In the movie, did they talk about in the 80s when he was like on tour with, I think, the Go-Go's? No, I don't think it talked about the Go-Go's at all. This is like in the early 80s, yeah. And like, which I, I think it was the Go-Go's. And it was, I guess, sort of a family-friendly show. A lot of like young teen and preteen oh, girls yeah. were at the show. But he was still just doing his like right. normal act. <laughs> no, there was a scene where <laughs> he was asked to do stand-up for uh, an event like a charity event with uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. <clears throat> there weren't any children there or anything, but it was just, you know, people there to make donations and, you know, tell their stories. And there was this guy that was up on stage telling the story about his daughter <clears throat> and what they've all gone through. And it was super sad. And Gilbert had to follow it. And uh, he got up there and just started doing his normal bit and uh super vulgar and he's looking out at the audience and he sees the guy who was up there right before him and he sees that he's laughing like he's really enjoying the set and uh yeah it just like it made him so happy to see that he could turn somebody around from being that sad talking about such a horrible event and then turn them around to where they're laughing and enjoying themselves if i could lighten the mood at a saint jude's children's hospital event by telling vulgar jokes, I would be so happy. For sure. The thing with Gilbert Godfrey is you knew what you were getting when you hired him. Yeah, yeah. There was no, he's been himself. That's why I was surprised that Affleck uh, dropped him from his tweets. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he was saying some pretty insensitive things about Japan. Um, it, it I'm not saying he didn't, sense. but you knew who he was yeah. when you hired him. No, that, that's a very good point. But they still have an image that they have to uphold. And, uh, yeah. and you know, like he he had a hard time finding work after that uh, in general. But um, I think he kind of came back. No, it was Aflac. He didn't work for he didn't work for the general. He worked for Aflac. It's different insurance companies. I didn't say anything about the general. What? 
You said in general. Sorry. I was making a bad joke. You said in general. Did I say that? Oh, I guess I, I did. Just, That's a good joke. I just thought about 1-800. I, I didn't, I'm not listening to what I'm saying. <laughs> so I didn't. 1-800-GENERAL now. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty bummed you didn't actually get to watch it, man. Uh, is Do you think if I fast forwarded past that part? Yeah, probably. I'd be okay. His kids, his kids aren't in it a lot. Um, so I mean, I'd say yeah, but I mean, I still, I, I cried dur- during the documentary. Um, you know, there's a, there's a scene where he and Dick Van Dyke are sitting down recording together, and it was just like, holy shit, like that's a fucking incredible moment. Um, and granted, Dick Van Dyke is still alive, but it's just he's old even in that fucking scene of the documentary. It was yeah. just like seeing the two of them together knowing Gilbert Gottfried's dead and then uh Dick Van Dyke is probably going to be dead soon. <laughs> you know, he's fucking old. Uh it it really got It's me. like I think there's a there's a picture floating around now. It's like Bob Saget, yeah. um and Louis Anderson and Gilbert yeah, Gottfried, yeah, yeah. right? And it's like they're all dead now. Like yeah. How who to like who would have thought when they're taking that picture like hey we're all gonna die in the same year right it's a bummer uh we've lost some some true legends as of recently and gilbert godfried yeah um i feel like he wasn't out there as much as like bob saget but he was still fucking hugely influential to a lot of people and uh it's he died young like he that was way too young for him to to be gone but he seemed like he was in his 60s for the last 30 years yeah, that's true <laughs> that's true he he's always kind of seemed old um it's Wait, still you're 67 you're like damn that's i thought he was 90 right yeah so overall i really enjoyed the documentary i thought it uh showed a different side of gilbert that i had never seen before and that was pretty cool. Uh, I did get to see Jeff Ross with weird spray tan eyebrows. Um, so that was kind of fun too. Uh, uh, I don't know what's it rated out of. Uh, it's going to be out of five. Out of five uh, picnic hot dogs. Out of five picnic hot dogs that smell like shit. Uh, well, it tastes, tastes like, shit. like shit. Probably smell like shit too. Uh, I'll give it a four. It was really good. Uh, I, I feel like you should try and fast forward through that part that you couldn't get through and give it another shot. Um, well, I I trust your opinion, so I'm giving it four also. All right, cool. There it is. If you're not a parent and you feel like you can get through that, uh, or even if you can't. Or if you're not you a just, whiny bitch like sometimes me. Sometimes you just need a good cry. Uh, throw on Gilbert from 2017. It's a fantastic documentary about a legend that was gone too soon. Um, yeah, it's Gilbert. I kept look. I was searching for Godfrey. I thought it was like his yeah, last yeah. name. No, it's Gilbert. And nothing popped up, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" I'm pretty sure Justin said it was on Paramount. No, I think I kept uh, looking at nothing. I'm like, "Am I spelling it right?" It's Peacock. And then I looked back at then I, Peacock. I meant then I looked back at the text, and I was like, "Oh, it's called Gilbert." Gilbert. Okay. Yeah, I remember when it was coming out, uh, the director and Gilbert Gottfried uh, went on to Doug Loves Movies, which is a, a podcast that I listen to. And uh, yeah, he's 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 a weird guy. Uh, when he passed away, Doug Benson re-released that episode. So I just re-listened to that episode last week. And uh, yeah, he's he's a very, fun, very funny man, um, but very, very vulgar. <laughs> It was also really sad to see Artie Lang. Yeah. Who was, used to be on the tough. Stern show and I loved. And that was like his nose was a little fucked mm-hmm. up, but it hadn't fully caved in because right. it's fully caved in yeah, now. Yeah, he's he's um, pretty rough. It, he was definitely fucked up in that interview. Yeah. And that was sad. It sure was. Um this is like two sad episodes in a row <laughs> that we're doing. You've been watching Mad TV, right? A little bit, yeah. You said you should you should Google uh, or not Google go on YouTube and look for uh type in like Artie Lang Howard Stern Mad TV pig story. Okay. All right. He he tells this crazy story when there was uh, when he was on Mad TV he was playing like 
a pig and he had all this pig makeup on and there's like cocaine involved. It's, it's a wild story. I'm sure it's on, uh, uh, YouTube. All right. I'll check it out. Um, if you watched Gilbert or if you have fun stories for us to look up on YouTube, uh, go ahead and tell us about them by leaving a voicemail at three, two, three, seven, eight, six, a lot. That's three, two, three, seven, eight, six, two, five, six, eight. Or you can shoot us an email. Our email address is at, uh, our email address is a little off the top pod at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at a little off the top pod. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, please, please rate and subscribe. If you're looking for Jason on social media, please. you can find him at Skills the Barber across platforms, including the Peloton app. If you're looking for myself, Justin, on social media, you can find me at underscore red underscore six underscore across platforms including the Letterboxd app. You got anything else uh, that you want on this record? Uh, go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy. I think we did it. Bye for now. See ya. You know, Michael Douglas said recently that he thought thinks he may have gotten throat cancer from performing oral sex on his wife. I don't know. I think cancer is a small price to pay to lick Catherine Zeta-Jones' pussy. I would take any form of cancer to lick Catherine Zeta-Jones' pussy. You could give me polio to lick Catherine Zeta-Jones' pussy. i take leprosy to lick Catherine Zeta-Jones' pussy. You could give me Lou Gehrig's disease to lick Catherine Zeta-Jones' pussy. To lick her pussy, I would take a form of muscular dystrophy so intense that while I'm eating her pussy, Jerry Lewis pops out of her cunt and goes, Hi, why are you the toy?